Sergio Perez vows to have a bounce back in Sao Paulo as his teammate looks to break his own record once again. And the rumor mill following the fallout of the Mexican Grand Prix or the Mexico City Grand Prix is on fire with rumors of Checo Perez's exit, a possible entrance, all sorts of things in motion. This should is we go it. through a list of all of the rumors? Or should I, we intro the show first? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just want to jump right into <laughs> it? go straight into it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know we talk over each other a lot, but I was really in the middle of something right there. I just had it right right. Well, how about you do it? <laughs> Why don't you go for it? You do my. You walk a mile in my shoes for a second. Go ahead. Uh, I'm wearing sandals today. Okay. Well, I'm wearing Adidas as always. Go ahead. Do what I do. Oh, my name's Channing. <laughs> <laughs> no, intro the show. Go for it. Okay, here we are. Uh, Brazil preview. Wow, this is bad. <laughs> wow, I thought I sucked. Wow, that was bad. No, keep I going. Know, Give it a shot. Go ahead. No, go, you go ahead. I was trying to play off of what you were talking about. This is into the Chicana Formula One podcast, the pre-Brazilian Grand Prix edition. We are your hosts. I'm Channing Apodaca, or as Brandon likes to put it, <laughs> I'm Channing Apodaca. That's what's his name. Uh, this is the pre-Brazilian Grand Prix edition. Um, big stories this week are uh, basically just giant rumors following the Mexico City Grand Prix, correct? Yeah, I don't know what's going on this week. If is There's plenty of to talk about. I don't know why pe- people had to go to the lengths of what they did this week uh, with just making up complete obvious lies. Is that what you think it is? I think so. Some of it. What about it are you referencing? So uh, it all kicked off uh, Alberto, Albert Fabrega, Mm-hmm. Uh, noted F1 journalist. Uh, he uh, posted, uh, I think it was Monday. He posted, Day after the race. Day after the race, he says, I don't want to believe the rumor that they have told me now in the paddock. No. And people took this and went running with it. So the, the we got everything from Perez is retiring, Alonso is retiring. Perez and Alonso are swapping seats. Perez and Ricardo are swapping seats. Perez has been fired. Aston Martin has been sold to the Saudi slash Ramco. Haas has been sold to Andretti. Audi has pulled the plug on its F1 project. Ferrari is leaving Formula One. Mercedes is leaving Formula One. And the Mexican GP will no longer be on the calendar. These were all things. Holy shit. These were all rumors that were like being talked about incessantly the past two three days no wonder you were so so hasty to get get to the list okay let's um can i see it real quick can you show me why don't we start at the bottom um because i think the good shit is up top let's start at the bottom the mexican grand prix will leave the calendar well it's already on the calendar for five years right didn't they just sign an extension i'm not sure I'm not sure exactly. I'm pretty sure they signed an extension. I want to say through 2008. Don't quote me on that. Um, But I do believe they just signed an extension. So I want to say that that one's false. Um, And just because Sergio Perez isn't 
potentially, you know, in F1 for the foreseeable future doesn't mean that F1 isn't in Mexico for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I mean, they've been going there for over 30 years. Right. So, And Checo's been racing for an eternity, it feels like. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think the, the Mexican fans are still going to show out, and they also have the potential to get Paddle Award in a seat eventually. Mm-hmm. Not great shot. But it's um, there's potential there. Um, so I I would put the kibosh on that real quick. Then uh, the next one that Mercedes is leaving Formula One, I would say absolutely not. I don't see how that even becomes a thing because they're having a bad year. They're having a good year. They're having a fine year. <laughs> Just because they won the the world championship seven years in a row two years ago. Or, or, you know, their seven-year run ended two years ago doesn't mean that they're all of a sudden not one of the best teams. They've also put so much money, so much effort into that to to announce a departure even years from now doesn't make any sense. Ferrari leaving F1, also bullshit. Ferrari is F1. There's no way. I don't see a world where F1 exists without Ferrari in it. So the Mercedes thing I can understand because today uh, we saw announced that Mike Elliott that hit their chief technical officer uh, is resigning. Yeah, I did see that. uh, Which was pretty big news. He was a big part of their, uh, their success for a long time uh, in that, that run of championships. Um, He earlier in the year, he did get taken. uh, He did get put back uh, a role um, after their struggles earlier on uh, in the year with, uh, their car with the, he was the one uh, behind the zero side pods, I think. So um, I, I've retired too. <laughs> personally, I feel like he might've gotten pushed out a little bit. It's not yeah, necessarily that, that fully sounds, resigning. Yeah. That sounds like, it's but be the case. effective immediately he's on his guarding leave. So yikes. Um, so maybe I, I think that's where some of the Mercedes stuff came from. But yeah, I mean, that's like if, you know, if total wolf decided to retire, that doesn't mean that Mercedes is ending, though, you know? And that would be a closer one for me. Yeah. I don't know. Um, rumor that Audi has pulled the plug on the F1 project. So this is actually, has come up before. Uh, apparently, uh, they've decided to make some changes. And they won't be moving forward, so. Interesting. Didn't they already have tentative agreements? Yeah, and they apparently the engine regulations that were decided upon for the next generation of cars was based around the idea that they wanted to allow for Audi to get in. So they changed certain regulations. From my understanding, they, they made it so that it would be easier for them to, uh, wow. to get in. So you, you know a whole lot more about the Audi entry than I do. What do you make of that? Uh, I don't really know because I, they're part of, the VW group with like Porsche and all that stuff. And so you think it could just be a swapping and then they're <sighs> instead of Audi, they're just going to go Porsche. I mean, it could be just the VWs just decided that they don't want to <laughs> do it, do, you know, be part of it anymore. If they, if the Porsche thing isn't, isn't happening, if, uh, you know, so. Well, that's know. what I'm saying. Like if the VW group, like maybe it's not that, you know, Audi doesn't want to be in it anymore. It's just that their their over their overseeing body or whatever VW would rather have the Porsche brand as a part of it. Well, I mean, yeah, that's it's it's possible, but the way 
we were led to believe when this whole thing was being proposed was that there was going to, you know, that those two were competing, they would be competing, but they'd be different setups altogether. Whereas mm. like the Porsche deal with Red Bull at the time would have been just like a sticker deal. Whereas like, uh, Audi, the Audi team would be like their own racing works team right. with that's underneath uh, Sauber. Yeah. They're being ran by Sauber or whatever. Right. So a little bit different of a situation. So I don't really know what that means, but man, I mean, that's huge. If that's true, that is really big because that's a complete like shutdown of a competitive team because I, the way I've looked at it is that Audi's going to come in and attempt to be competitive immediately. That's what their goal was. Yeah. Right. And so they were going to attract big name drivers and put together a big team to be a top four team right out of the gate. And if that doesn't happen and Sauber's sitting back the way that they've been the past 10 years, wow. Yeah. I mean, we basically have another B team sticking around on the grid. Or there leaves an opening for another manufacturer to come in. And uh, I don't know if you saw this. I don't, I don't know how it would really work, but um, I did see something about Toyota being interested possibly with the F1 thing and with their new solid state battery technology that they just announced like two days ago, it could be interesting. Uh, you know, formula one, not necessarily like fully electric project formula, but does have like a heavy electronic component. So it could be a way for them to showcase that technology. And I don't know. Hmm. I it's, it's something to think about, but. I don't want Formula One to go fully electric ever. No, it wouldn't go fully electric, but you know. I want them to pump the brakes on the electricity. <laughs> if I'm being honest, but uh, being a component of the car, I think definitely will continue. And so this makes it interesting. I think I say bring back V8s. Um, but Albert, uh, our good friend Albert, uh, big see. friend, good friend of the show. So this morning, uh, he he did clarify a little bit. He said already at Interlagos. By the way, for many of you who have asked me about the rumor, I can only tell you that it has nothing to do with driver exchanges between teams or withdrawals. Okay. So the rumor that he put out, he's now putting an end to. He's not putting an end to it. No driver what and no withdrawals? Exchanges. No, uh, has nothing to do with driver exchanges between teams. Or so then draws. that leads me to believe that it has more to do with Aston Martin. Uh, or it could be a retirement. Oh. With people suspecting. So no, ex okay. So this is just very precise wording. This is where people start trying to be uh, Commissioner Gordon and mm -hmm. like connecting lines way too deep because this is kind of how this rumor started. So when this will lead to all the chaos. Exactly. Right. So the rumor is, right, let's just move up the pecking order and go to the top because it has a trickle-down effect on all of this. The rumor is Sergio Perez and Fernando Alonso would swap places. Mm -hmm. Fernando Alonso is unhappy, rightfully so, with the, the current state and the direction, the immediate right turn that Aston Martin has taken yeah. south and wants out and that Red Bull, rightfully so, is not happy with Sergio Perez's performance, and they would do a driver swap. Sergio Perez would go to Aston Martin. Fernando Alonso would come to, to Red Bull. That's very exciting. It's also funny because I, you know, proposed Sergio Perez going to uh, 
Aston Martin in ex- not in exchange, but after uh, for, um, Lance Stroll takes a trip to Wimbledon or whatever, um, and Liam Lawson gets the Red Bull drive, yada yada. But mm-hmm. I never saw a Fernando Alonso to Red Bull. I got that never even came across my mind. So this is crazy. And then following that, after that rumor got started, Red Bull Spain tweeted out the uh, the little face emoji, the like the, the, quiet. the quiet one, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, Red Bull Spain covers a lot of different things. They have a lot of different projects, as all Red Bull companies do. So that could have meant anything, but very suspicious that it was around that same time. It could be Marc Marquez in... <laughs> In uh, because doesn't Mark Marquez he rides for Red Bull KTM? No, in uh, oh, he was a Honda rider, so was he? Oh, yeah. maybe it's Mark Marquez going to Red Bull KTM over in <laughs> what the fuck? Why am I mis- fucking up the name? Motorcycle series, uh, MotoGP, MotoGP. Timing of it is weird, either that or it's uh, them having some fun and trolling a little bit, which don't do that to us, yeah. I mean, so Albert, he had clarified uh, previously to the last one I read. He said, I'm just going to say one thing about the rumor that I told you yesterday. From the tone of the text, it is understood that I would not like it to happen. From here, you can speculate as much as you slash we want. And I hope it remains a rumor and not news. End of thread. But he's not clarifying who he's talking about. No, he won't. But we are to assume that it's one of Sergio Perez or Fernando Alonso and that it's a retirement rumor. Not necessarily. He He's only in inferring that... This is pissing me off. This is personally to him, he would not like to see it happen. So my understanding would... My take on that would be it's a more personal thing to him. So maybe it is something along the lines of a uh, driver retiring, right? As so being, a Spanish, being a Spanish-speaking journalist, I don't know where he's from exactly, but I think it could be... It's got to be Carlos Sainz. <laughs> Honestly, I think it could be Fernando. Retiring? Mm-hmm. Or maybe not... Again? Maybe not now, or maybe not at the end of the season, but the end of next season, like in an announcement saying like, oh, this is going to be my last year next year. Yeah. Um which isn't, I mean, that's not even that big of news. Fernando Alonso is going to be, what, 43 by the end of next season? That's not huge news. We all knew. He, I, I assume these were his last two years. Right. So um, for somebody to even be like, God, I hope it doesn't happen. The dude can't race forever. You know? Yeah. I would have loved it if Kimi Raikkonen drove forever because... Yeah. That would have just been. But if hilarious. he was one of your favorite drivers, you'd be like, "Yeah, I don't, I, I can't, I don't want to believe it to be true, right?" That but might even be your like, take. even somebody who loves Lewis Hamilton and like, and I think most people have a fondness for Lewis, even when you get sick of you know all the Team LA shit. We can all expect the retirement to be coming in the next few years. Do you think it's Lewis? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, you can't not expect a 41 year old athlete to not be ready to hang them up this can't be such a shock and and personal heartbreak to be causing this much of a turmoil in in the geosphere of f1 so if that's all it is then this dude needs to be fucking slapped because it caused a wave that's just insane so what do you think i mean well i think like i said it's just i think it's fernando you think that's what it is uh yeah or it's it i mean if the other big possible one, right, that I think maybe could be, but 
uh, Lawrence Stroll selling Aston Martin. Maybe that could be the thing, but at the same time, I don't feel like he would have the same reaction to that. You know, I don't think he would be like, oh, I, I don't, I, I don't want that to be true. You know? Yeah. Because this guy is like, he's very well respected uh, in the paddock and he's been around a long time. I don't think that, you know, I think it would be pretty, something pretty momentous or special. And so somebody like Fernando or Lewis retiring to me, that's pretty momentous and, Special. You know, I guess it could be a Lewis retirement just based on who Lewis is. Uh, and Angela, you know, not finishing this last year with him. Do you think that's like a sign of like she she knew he was retiring? Or this is going to be the last year, so she got out earlier. I don't know. Why would she do that though? Why you know? She, you think she might want to finish out with him? Right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to throw things out there. I don't know. I think it's I think it's got to be surrounding. The one of Sergio Perez or Fernando Alonso, um, and that there's a swirling rumor happening there. I I, I don't know. the th- the The Checo thing is so crazy to me because you have to think that they're kind of on done with him, right? Just about, yeah. I think they're just about done, and the Fernando Alonso side of it, like him going to Red Bull, does Fernando want a true one last crack? Because he thought he was going to get this crack at his championship with Aston Martin. They've taken a hard right turn to no man's land. Does he want to go there and uh, challenge Max? Does Red Bull want to allow that? Does Red Bull want to guarantee their one-two that looks like it's slipping from their fingers this year? I don't know. I mean, Fernando Alonso in a Red Bull, that's dangerous. But it's also so much fun. <laughs> but why would Red Bull hire Fernando Alonso? Because it'd be tight. I don't know. <laughs> Just to fuck with everybody, they think it would be funny. Would, I, don't I don't think they'd be fucking with anybody. It it would be it would be weird. It would guarantee. Would you, how them. would that not be fucking with everybody? The, for them to just sign the oldest guy on the the grid, like it would basically guarantee them a, a one two in the standings, which they desperately want. I think they really do want that. I don't know. I mean, but it would be weird because what do they do when Fernando retires and then Max, you know, four or five years down the road also chooses to retire and they have nobody in their in their pipeline other than Liam Lawson. I don't know. It's just it's very wild to me. Like just this this whole scenario just seems so unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But yet we'll see. I mean, Maybe we'll all be proven wrong when it comes out to be true, but just to see people, F1 journalists, like people with blue check marks, I know it's probably paid for, but just post full out and out. This is what's happening. This is the rumor. They're swapping teams. This is what's happening. I'm like, bro, bro's got like, I sent you the link. Bro's got like 12,000 followers. Yeah. I'm like, how is that? It's obviously... I mean, it's, I don't know. Maybe it'll be proven that it's actually happening. But it's just wild to me that people will, like the the supposed F1 journalists will be posting these things that seemingly are obviously just like clickbait. Yeah. You know, what where lo, what longevity do you get out of that? 
I don't know. Yeah. I Even the tweet that he put out, it looked like a cheap clickbait article. It had like all sorts of uh, different emojis on yeah, it. Yeah. And it was like Photoshop. Photoshop Fernando Alonso in a Red Bull jumpsuit. Yeah. And just seeing like. Decent Photoshop job though. Yeah. It just, it, it blows my mind. That people do this. I, I like, I like to, you know, I understand. Like I understand why they're doing it. They're trying to get attention. They're trying to get clicks. But who's actually like reading that and like following along and like believing it? Me. <laughs> I don't know. But just out of sheer chaos, sheer chaos, because, you know, I was on the Lando to Red Bull train for the majority of the season. I just want the drama, and I don't want it to go to Daniel Ricardo. Okay. So anything outside of, you know, Daniel Ricardo taking Checo's seat, you're I have to. You're willing to believe it. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, call yeah. me gullible or naive. Yeah. Um, I mean, or or it, just it, a fan of the drama. That's I mean, all. Don't get me wrong. It's fun to speculate and to talk about these things and, and just make fun and play jokes. But to a certain degree, it's like just with how much there was this week, like being a fan of Formula One, it's like. Yeah, there was enough. Drives you crazy. <laughs> there it's was like, enough what, it's like, on that, our plate. Is there like, does in, I think people just have way too much free time. Maybe. And they just, this is how they enjoy themselves, you know? I don't know. I mean. I guess you could just chalk it up to clickbait, but I get, it is weird that he's like a fairly respected guy in the paddock doing something like that. See, you're getting you're conflating two different people. <clears throat> the The guy Albert Fabrega is the one that started the. Oh, and him then the, saying uh, then him, the guy him, who that's the same like him saying somebody else picked it up. That's right. Yeah, somebody else is using his like uh, good faith and is saying and is using running away with it and making up as to what he is. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like. So the the red string is getting crossed. Yeah. Okay. And if you're somebody like Albert, it's like, how do you, you know, tease news? Like, do you even, is it even fair, fair yeah. to tease things? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, is there another rumor that we need to touch on or, or should we, can we get away from that? We can get away from it, man. I mean, there's one other thing. The, uh, I have heard that Lawrence Stroll could potentially be looking to sell Aston Martin, which uh, would make sense, you know, if, Lance really does want out, and the team is truly underperforming after throwing all this money at it. Why not get out now and sell it to somebody who can can and wants to take over? If it's the Saudis, that's <laughs> ugly. Uh, you know, not to... Albert, please, no, not the Saudis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not to get, you know, geopolitical or anything, but that's it's a, just a touchy subject with them, and they're buying up a lot of sports property. And people are trying to avoid it, and it's almost inevitable, like everything that happened with the PGA, mm -hmm. uh, them investing in other big teams. Who knows? I mean, maybe they could do some real good. They're already invested. You know, they have a, a number of races out there, so they're heavily involved in F1 and the FIA already. Who knows? And I don't know if that would be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. It would, it'd be interesting, though, and I, I wouldn't hate to see the Strolls get away from F1, honestly. Mm. Anywho. We have, this weekend, the greatest track, the greatest race in F1. One that I look forward to, I think, more than any other race. Just for sheer racing. Like, yes, I look forward to Coda and Mexico. Because they're home races for us, basically. But for the track and the race itself, Interlagos, race of the year every year. How are you feeling going into this? I'm really excited. Me too. Uh, last year was a big shakeup 
uh, sprint weekend. Uh, again, it will be a sprint weekend, mm-hmm. so a lot of opportunity for teams to get it wrong in the first practice. Uh, so I'm looking forward. It's gonna be the last sprint of the year, so yep. Uh, won't have to uh, think about it. Yeah, anymore, third race of a triple header. Beautiful. Yeah, love to see it. Yep. Uh, so a lot of opportunity for uh, something to change uh, in the in the grid, but I feel like in the front, it's going to be pretty close to what we've been seeing in the last couple of rounds. Yeah, it's been the top four have been getting really close, and by the top four, I mean the top four teams, not necessarily just the drivers. Um, and I think that Interlagos is just going to put all of that on steroids. Mm-hmm. The track is just so conducive to good racing, and there's a couple teams that uh, do really well there. Red Bull does really well there. Mercedes does really well, well there. Uh, and I can expect McLaren to also do really, re- really well there because anytime Red Bull does well with McLaren's newest spec, they seem to do well as, mm-hmm. as well. So going to be a good one. We should have uh, about a six to eight driver shootout, uh, which is exciting. Yeah. Ferrari should be pretty solid too. So they've been sneaky fast. Um, yeah, true. You never know. Things. I think a lot of things have to go right for Ferrari to have a great uh, yeah, weekend. Yeah. Um, but you can expect them to have a good weekend. Yeah, they usually do pretty well in the sprint weekends because they're able to kind of show up to the track with pretty close to the right setup. So yeah. I think they will have an advantage for with that. But um, like like we've seen a lot of times this season, they'll probably end up having to run a alternate strategy, and so therein they could uh, screw it up there. So do you foresee any of the smaller teams having a sneaky good weekend? Any of the back markers? I don't know. I mean, I expect Alphataris to be pretty good again. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. I think it'll be it'll be tough for because of that. I think it'll be tough for uh, the Williams. I can guess mainly just Alex. <laughs> but I mean, uh, that's the one to get to the points. Of. But uh, yeah, I don't expect Alpha Romeo to do much. No. Um, I think Haas might put together something sneaky. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I don't really have any faith in them. I yeah, it's it's one of those things where like they might show up looking good in FP1. They might even do have a decent quality and yeah, a decent shootout. They'll and then, fool a bunch of people and, and picking them for fantasy and then do what yeah. they do and have zero race pace. Um Williams I think is going to have a bad weekend. I think Daniel Ricardo is going to have a good weekend because he's shown in the past few weeks that tracks that he's very familiar with that he is on on par with at least, you know, the top eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Yuki Sonoda, I don't know. I just can't trust Yuki with a full race at this point. Even if the car's good and he's having a good weekend, you just cannot trust that he's going to put it together for anywhere between 57 to 73 laps. Yeah, as much as he needs to, I, I wouldn't really want to place a bet there. So. Yeah. Um. What else? Should we jump right into uh, predictions? Predictions, yeah. yeah. You got a first one? or I do. My first prediction is that both Williams will be out in Q, out by Q2. By Q2? So they'll both be out in Q1? They will not make it into Q3, so is what I'm saying. No Williams into Q3. Yes. That's a better way to put it. So for my first one, um, I think, you know, last year, George, 
uh, really got to shine here. Uh, mm-hmm. Won the sprint and the race. Lewis uh, had his little incident with Max. I think that was first lap, whatever. So he kind of got uh, sidelined there a little bit. I think Lewis is going to have a, a little resurgence, uh, much like we've seen the past few races late in the race. And I think he will manage to pull off. Is <sighs> He's going to get a podium at least. Okay. I, I don't want to try to go bolder, but I got I you know. on that one. I got you. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So I think Lewis Lewis Hamilton podium. Very plausible. I I'm gonna follow suit. I was gonna save this for my third one, but I might as well take it now. Because McLaren or sorry, because Mercedes does well at this track, they've been on really good form, and Lewis Hamilton has been on really good form. I'm going to say that Max Verstappen will not win the race. Oof. I'm not going to say who's going to win the race, but I think the, the competitiveness heading into this weekend, the dangerous swooping first and second turns of Interlagos, um, I don't know. Maybe something will happen, and I can see one of... Mercedes, McLaren, or a Ferrari taking top spot. Do we have a repeat of last year where just him and uh, Lewis? Him and Lewis go. I hope it's not Lewis. If there's contact, I hope it's with George. That would be pretty good. Ah, Jeez, man. I think uh, McLaren's both had a bad race last year. I think they're going to... I think we're going to see a Lando Norris podium. He's going to get his uh, podium that he didn't get last weekend. That's a layup. Okay. I'm going to say Daniel Ricciardo in the points because we need to run it back from last week when I thought I thought I had Daniel in the points or we thought that I had an Alpha Tauri in the points. Go back and watch our pre-Mexico City Grand Prix. Um, I actually thought that both Aston Martins were going to get in the points. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but I'm correcting that, and I'm saying Daniel Ricciardo in the points at Interlagos. And I think, I think Yuki is going to beat Daniel this weekend. Okay. Uh it's gonna it's gotta be a clean sweep qualifying. When we when sprint. we do uh when we say a clean sweep, can we mid out practices? Yeah, yeah, practice don't count. Or at least do like a majority of practices. So if it's like a regular race weekend and there's three practices, say that it's mm. like two of the three and that counts as, you know, beat in practice. Because I feel then, like you can throw practices out because you never really you, they're maybe not really running their full pace and that kind of stuff. But but then a clean sweep leaves it up to two sessions, and that's just quality in the race, and that's just kind of boring. Well, this is a sprint weekend, so right. But if we were, if it wasn't a sprint weekend, well, then we need to deal then, with it. Then um, that's what I'm saying. On a, on a regular weekend, a clean sweep would have to have different stipulations. Okay. Okay, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But so he has to beat him in quali in the shootout, the sprint, and the race. Correct. That's lofty. That's your one actual bold prediction. You can have it. Okay. No, that's great. Perfect. And then uh, let's do a fantasy recap. Oh, yeah. So big weekend for fantasy. Holy shit. So following Coda, I had a, a rough go of it. I played my limitless chip, which basically means you have zero cost cap. So I put together just an absolute beast of a team. I had Max Verstappen. I had Lewis. I had Checo. I had LeClaire. I had uh, 
Red Bull and McLaren. I had Oscar. I, I, I don't remember. I had everybody. I had everybody, okay? And then the two big dogs. Lewis and, and Charles got DQ'd. Got DQ'd, so I got A, didn't get the points that I would have. B, got docked points for a DNF. And so I ended up losing out by one single point mm-hmm. after that. And then heading into Mexico City, uh, after qualifying, I was up by a couple points. And then after the race, I believe I'm up by eight or nine. So yeah, I took I by took nine a, afterwards. So in uh, in Mexico, I took a big hit because I had faith in Checo and I put Checo on my team. I took Carlos Sainz off of my team mm. to put Checo in there. Took a big yeah. hit from that. Got saved by the grace of God that Fernando Alonso DNF'd because Susie Wolf's stand account had. Fernando Alonso on her team. Mm-hmm. And then my 2X chip on Max outplayed her 2X chip on Lando. Her 2X was on... Was on Lando. Was it on Lando? Yeah. That's a pretty good one then. She got a lot of points because of his recovery drive, but I also still had Lando, so I got half of what she got, and it put me ahead by 10. But, man, it is tight. Nine points. Nine points heading into round, what is this, 21? Three races left, and yeah. we're nine points apart. It's a tight one. It's and pretty good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You've slipped down the order. Two hundred points here, back from you guys. So, now my, I'm pretty much just have to. You still have your limit list to play. I still have my limit list, but I mean, to be able to make two hundred points up on you guys, that's going to be kind of tough. Yeah. So, uh, it's a sprint weekend. It's a lot going on, so I feel like I'm just going to have to play my normal team. I don't know. I think. I, I don't. I can't really change too much. I'm probably gonna be going heavy McLaren, heavy Red Bull, and then uh, kind of go off of who does the best in the first practice. Yeah, that's all we got. So that's all you can do. So as it stands right now, it is myself, Incident, in first. Susie Wolf, Stand Account, in second. Porpoise Powertrains, third. Cole, aka Let's Go Full Trattle, in fourth. Church of Check Hose moves up to fifth. Strolling with my homies down to six. Jay Money stands pat in seventh. And bringing up the rear for the... How many weeks has this been going on? For the seventh month in a row is KJ. Dead last. Uncle KJ. In the ITC Fantasy League. Also, yeah, shout out, congratulations to Jay Money and strolling with my homies on the uh, birth of their first child. Congratulations to you two. I can't wait to get your money at the end of this season. Uh, Anything else? I think that's about it. Edited in that, this has been the Into the Chicane pre-Brazilian Grand Prix. We will see you guys post-Interlagos. Peace.